This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Let's talk about those earthquakes that have been striking off our coast, off of Vancouver Island. There have been nine offshore quakes over a few days off Vancouver Island, including a couple on Christmas Day, the important thing to remember here, no tsunami warning for any of those quakes, no damage, typically not felt on land, but man, that's a lot of quakes kind of rocking and rolling offshore off the northern tip of Vancouver Island. There was a small quake yesterday uh, in Washington State as well. Now, earlier this week, I spoke to an expert about all of these quakes Mika McKinnon, she's a geophysicist and a disaster researcher. She's based in North Van. And I asked her about whether we should be concerned with all these small quakes. Is that a sign of the big one? Is that, like, I start wondering, like, is that building up to something bigger, or do earthquakes work like that? So earthquakes, you can kind of think about being like a pile of puppies. And when one of them (laughs) shifts and smacks the other, they shuffle and move around. And most of the time, they just kind of settle back down. But every now and then, one puppy smacks another on the nose, and they all erupt into chaos. So we never really know with earthquakes. We know that the stress is redistributing, but we can't actually tell whether or not it's going to turn into something larger or not. So right now, this is looking just kind of like the plates are a little bit restless. Everything's shuffling around a little bit. Uh, There are a cluster of them right next to each other. So to me, that looks like the stress from one fault moved, and that locked end just kind of overtipped the next one over, and it reshuffled, and everything's kind of redistributing and getting getting resettled. But we won't really know if there's going to be something bigger or not until some time passes. And then either something happened or it didn't. Right. Okay. So when you get a sort of a cluster of them like that, of a series of smaller ones, 5.2, 5.6, 5.8, it is safe to say they're, they're probably related to each other? These ones are definitely, they're right on top of each other and they're right about the same depth. They're all about 10 kilometers depth. And if looking at, so the entire surface of the earth is a bunch of tectonic plates. And we usually think about we're, we're on the North America plate and then there's the Pacific plate coming crashing towards us. But in between the two, right off the coast of Vancouver Island, is the Juan de Fuca Plate. And these are all happening right in the north tip of the Juan de Fuca Plate. And it's probably some sort of interaction happening there um, of, of fairly deep down. So maybe the plate is caught up a little bit and it's buckling and grinding a little bit. Everything is moving about the same rate your fingernails grow. So we do expect to have, we have about 5,000 earthquakes a year in Canada we don't feel most of them. We only feel about one a week, about 50 of them. Um, so, yeah, it's happening, but it's it's frequently happening. Okay, so nothing to worry about then. <laughs> like, this is not a sign that, oh, my God, like the big one is imminent or anything like that. Well, hopefully not. But, I mean, we do live in a, an active tectonic zone. We do, do expect to have earthquakes. Yes. Uh, this particular area has had, it had a magnitude six and a half last year. Um, It's had a couple of sixes and sevens over the last century. Uh, But thankfully, it's underneath the ocean and fairly far offshore, so nobody is feeling anything. And there's side-to-side motion on this particular set, so they're not generating tsunami, which is great. But I always see it anytime we've got this sort of activity, it's a good reminder of, are you ready for earthquakes? 
Um, do you have a pair of shoes under the edge of your bed? Are your bookcases attached to your wall? Um, my favorite bit, particularly this time of year, do you know your neighbors? If things go really wrong, they're your first responders. Do you know who they are and can you like help them with their kids or they, can they help you find your pet? Just you know, invite them over, get to know them. That's some disaster preparedness. Okay, so it's a good excuse for a throw a Christmas party maybe then. Exactly. Happy holidays. We live in a seismic <laughs> zone. There's some earthquakes going on. Let's all live. Okay. Okay. Uh, we just got about a minute left here or so, Mika. So when you talked about are you, are you prepared, every time one of these happens, I think a lot of us, it goes through our mind, okay, I better make sure I have a kit, I've got a plan, maybe I update that kit. What are some of the, the critical elements that you should have in that plan and your earthquake kit? Anything is better than nothing. I see a lot of people who panic and freeze and go, well, I don't have the time or the money to get everything done. When we survey people about their preparedness, the biggest hindrances are I'm broke, I'm lazy, and I have no space. So doing anything is better than nothing. Even if you just think about things as a little bit more preparedness, uh, ideally, you want to be able to take care of yourself for up to three days. Uh, right. Because it might take us some time to get all of our response in gear. Do you have some food you can prepare without any electricity? Right. Do you have water on hand? Okay. But to me, it's, do you have shoes under the edge of the bed? So if there's an earthquake and everything falls over, you're not going to slice your feet up trying to get anywhere. Mm. Do you know your neighbors so you can help each other out? All right. Mika, thank you for that. Absolutely. Have a fantastic holiday. All right, that was Mika McKinnon, and she is a geophysicist and disaster researcher. She's based in North Van.